beautiful? Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bring an inspiration, encouragement, and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids, and I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work, and God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Hello, my dear. I am so glad you're here today. I love the times that we get to spend together. I really, really do. I hope you do too. And I would love it if you would share this podcast with a friend of yours whom you think might get something out of it and might like it too. Because I just love spending time together each week. It is just so important for us moms to have connection and community and to have people to talk to things, talk about things with and, and how cool that we can use this medium, even though we're not talking back and forth, but we can, we can be together and I'm getting to know you by your comments and seeing you on Instagram, some of you and some of you have emailed me. So it's really fun to be able to do this and I just love it. So welcome back. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so glad you're here. And today we're going to dive right into a really important topic and that is how to deal with your kids when they have nightmares. All of my kids have had bad dreams at some point in their life, and some more than others. I don't know exactly why that is, but I do know that kids are very sensitive to the spirit realm. They are because their spirits are not baby spirits. Their spirits are not junior They are fully alive and ready to experience the supernatural world, the spiritual world. And so as parents, we get the opportunity to teach and train our little ones how to manage what's going on inside of them and how to understand the spirit and how to know their authority that they have as children of God. So if you have a child who deals with nightmares, I want you to feel, I want you to be encouraged today because very oftentimes kids who have really vivid nightmares, kids who are just that extra bit aware of the spirit realm can be used so mightily and powerfully for the kingdom of God because God made them aware like that. God made them sensitive, not so that they could be scared, but so that they could be powerful for the kingdom. 
So I want you to think about that, especially if you're feeling discouraged and you're feeling like, oh man, this happens so frequently and I'm so tired of it and I'm so frustrated. I hope that today will give you a few ideas and I will give you even more resources to be able to dig into, to go deeper into it. But we're going to talk today about getting rid of nightmares and teaching your kids how to get rid of nightmares themselves as well. So first of all, it's really important for us to guard what goes into their minds because what goes into their minds spins around in there in their subconscious. And if it hits them a certain way, it can just appear again in the night. And so one thing that's just, I feel is just really, really important with our little ones is to not introduce fear. Whether that comes in the form of movies that are too scary for them or siblings who are talking about things that make them afraid, we just need to get fear out. And I want to say a word about movies. I think I've talked about this briefly before, but just because a movie is rated for a certain age does not necessarily mean that your child is ready for it at that age or should ever watch it, to be honest. Even some of the little preschool shows that my kids enjoy, every once in a while, there will be something in them that will make them scared. Or even just sometimes just the intensity of some of those even like little preschool shows are, is too much for these little tiny kids. And it stirs up so many big emotions inside of them that it's really not good for their developing little minds and their developing little spirits. So if there are things that you have in your home that you feel are bringing fear to your little children, repent to them and then get rid of that stuff. Just don't let them be around it. You are their guardian and their protector. And it is our job as mothers to be strong, to be warriors for our little ones. And we do not want to open up the doors and let anything in that's going to cause fear in their lives. Another thing that is so important that I kind of brushed on is if parents have any open doors in our own lives to the enemy, that can trickle down and cause nightmares in our kids. So what are we supposed to do with that? Is it all our fault? No. It's not, but it is so important for us to deal with whatever there is in our lives that could be opening up a door to the enemy because like it or not, (laughs) we are their umbrella. Imagine that mom and dad are an umbrella and your little child is under the umbrella. And if we are poking holes in the umbrella by the things that we do or the way that we live that is not pleasing to the Lord, that is not in accordance to the way God wants us to be living. It's like poking holes in the umbrella. And so then the rain, the water is going to be able to get in on our kids. And that's just, that's just how it is. 
God has given us that authority in the spirit to protect our children. And if we choose not to, they are going to suffer. So ask the Lord, are there any doors that we're leaving open? Deal with any hidden sin. Just repent. God, is there anything in my life that I need to get rid of? Is there anything going on in my life that I'm hiding? Then we just need to repent from that and run the other way. Run to the Lord. God, I have this thing. I don't even know how to get rid of it. What am I going to do? Show me how. He wants you to be free even more than you do. So just ask him if there's something that's going on in your life that's causing this in your kids, and then just act on what he says. Let me tell you a story. When I was two years old, my mom bought me a new pair of sheets. Now, this might not sound like a very big deal, but we didn't have a lot of money in those days, and we had lots of hand-me-downs, which are fabulous, but this particular day, she went out and went to the store and bought me a pair of new sheets. Now, these were not any old sheets. These sheets had a very popular cartoon character on them at the time. They were very cute. I really liked this character. We didn't watch TV, so I don't think I'd ever seen any of the shows that this character was in, but I just thought it was really cute. And so my mom brought them home, washed them, put them on my bed. And then in the middle of the night while I was sleeping, I woke up screaming, screaming in fear. My mom rushed into my room because this was not a normal occurrence for me. She rushed in. She comforted me. She prayed over me and she said, Lord, what is going on? And she felt so clearly God tell her, it's the sheets. Get rid of the sheets. And so she just took the sheets off of my bed and threw them into the garbage. And after she did that, I had no more nightmares. So what was up with that? Well, it just so happened that this particular character had in the stories these like supernatural powers. And there were like these little kind of almost like demon creatures that this character would fight off. And there was just a lot of spiritual stuff going on in this cartoon. And somehow just having those sheets around opened my sensitive little spirit up to that activity that was not from the kingdom of heaven. And so the Lord said, it's the sheets, get rid of the sheets. And when my mom obeyed him and got rid of sheets, the sheets, which were seemingly innocent, that her obedience changed my fear. And I didn't have that fear and those nightmares anymore. Now, here's the deal. I do not tell you that story to have you run around your house panicking and trying to get rid of anything that might be bad. Don't do that. I don't want you to live in fear. We are not called to live in fear. We are called to live in wisdom. And so if you have something that you know 
is not of the Lord, get rid of it. If you have something that you're not sure about, ask the Lord about it and seek wisdom. That is the, that is what we have to do as parents. We have to seek the Lord's wisdom. And then when he tells us something, even if it seems really silly, we just need to act on it. Another thing we need to do is we need to teach our kids the power of the name and the blood of Jesus. Because the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus are stronger than anything that the enemy can bring up. The enemy cannot even stand the name of Jesus. He is completely defeated. The enemy is completely conquered by the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus wipes him out completely. And we need to teach our kids, even our little kids, the power of that name. We need to fill them with scripture, fill them with scripture. There have been a few episodes that I did just a few times ago about the importance of scripture and scripture memory and how to do that in an easy way so that they can have it and they have tools to use that turn into weapons that they can fight the enemy with. And that brings me to my next point. And that is we need to give our kids weapons to fight with alongside of us. And then eventually even without us, there are a couple things that we do with our kids when they have nightmares, because some of them do. There was a a time when my now three-year-old little boy was having bad dreams every few nights. And so we put together a prayer that we could pray with him and that he eventually learned, and now he prays it over himself. And I will share that with you in just a minute. And another thing that we do is to have our kids, when they have a bad dream, talk to Jesus But here's a really important piece. There are three voices that we could listen to. We can can listen to God, we can listen to ourselves, and we can listen to the enemy. So any thoughts or any ideas that we have are coming from one of those three places. God, our flesh, ourselves, or the enemy. Now James 4 verse 7 says, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So we know that when we resist the devil, he will flee from us. So we say, God, I submit myself to you. In Jesus' name, I silence the enemy, and I silence my own desires and imaginations, and I wait on you, God. Jesus, what do you want to say to me that will bring peace to my heart? Now, when we silence the enemy through the name of Jesus and we quiet ourselves again through the name of Jesus and we're submitted to to God, we can have open, easy access to be able to hear what he has to say to us. And our kids can do the same thing. 
Remember at the beginning of this episode, how I shared with you that kids are just so sensitive to the spirit. They are. And this is why, because it is so beautiful when their little hearts can open up and they can say, Jesus, what do you want to say to me that will bring peace to my heart? He will talk to them and they will be able to hear him. They might hear words from him. They might, he might show them a picture in their mind, like an imagination. He might just make them feel comforted and wrapped up in his arms. There are so many ways that God talks and I want to do a whole episode just on how to hear God's voice. And we'll do that again um, in another episode, but it's so awesome when you have your little child, we have, we do this with our kids. If they have bad dreams, we have them ask Jesus, what do you want to say to me that will bring peace to my heart? And he talks to them and they hear him and it changes everything. And they are able to be at peace. So I told you I taught my little three-year-old a prayer to pray. Now, the great thing about this, this incorporates scripture. This incorporates the name of Jesus. Here it is. It's very simple, but this is how we pray with him. Bad dreams go away in Jesus' name. Fear, get out of here in Jesus' name. I am a child of God, and the wicked one cannot touch me. Jesus is my protector. He sends his angels to stand guard around me. I will not be afraid. I will be bold and courageous. In Jesus' name, amen. I am going to make a PDF available for free for you on kirstenvossler.com forward slash bold. So you can have this prayer if you want to use this, or if you want to start with this and add on to it or adjust it for your little child, please feel free to do that. But it's going to be available for you at kirstenvossler.com slash bold. And it is so cute now to hear my little guy pray this because he will pray it over himself. And sometimes I just can hear him down the hall. He always says, I will not going to be afraid. (laughs) And he says, I will be bold and courageous. And it's just precious to hear him pray this. And he gets into it. He believes it. And it works. It works because the name of Jesus is so strong and so powerful, and he understands the power of the name of Jesus. So you can teach your children how to hear God, how to ask Jesus for peace, and how to stand boldly in the name of Jesus. Hey, it's question time. Our question today is from Nicole, and I love this question. She says, how do you get everything done? How do you get all of your priorities done? Well, Nicole, you can't. (laughs) I just want to let you know, none of us get everything done. We probably don't even get all of our priorities done. And so the first thing I want to tell you and all moms is 
release yourself from your own expectations. Last week, we talked about getting rid of the myth of perfection. And I feel like that is such a big theme in a mom's life. We just need to release ourselves from our own expectations because our expectations for ourselves and of ourselves are so high. And we look around and we see other people and we just assume that they're getting everything done and they're not. And so I think we just all need to take a deep breath and just release ourselves from our own expectations. We need to adjust those expectations to fit our season of life. Because let's face it, our seasons of life are constantly changing, constantly. Doesn't it feel like you just figure something out or you just get your family into a rhythm or a routine and then something happens like the baby gets a new tooth or they learn how to, somebody learns how to walk or somebody's going through potty training or somebody's starting school or something goes on, right? And then everything changes again. And I think if we can just accept, okay, things are changing and they're just going to, then we can adjust our expectations to fit the season of life that we're in. And that actually massively helps us mentally in trying to get everything done. Here's one thing I have to say, ask for help if you need it. If there is something that just really needs to get done, ask for help, figure out a way that you can get some help. Sometimes it's just a matter of saying to your husband, honey, I need help with this. Could you please help me? Sometimes it it might be connecting with a neighbor and saying, hey, can you take my kids for a couple hours and I'll take your kids for a couple hours tomorrow and we can like take turns getting stuff done. Or it might be just rearranging your day a little bit so that If your priority is spending some time with your older kids, that you maybe can do that when your little kids are napping or vice versa. Like just, you can figure out something. Sometimes we have to rearrange some stuff. I have a friend, um, her name is Sandy Cooper, and she has a podcast called The Balanced Momcast. And she has this brilliant, brilliant idea that she calls the to-don't list. You know how we all have a to-do list? Well, she says all moms need to have a to-don't list. And this is a list of things that we prayerfully put aside for a season or forever, but where we decide I'm not going to do that right now. And so some of the things on my personal to-don't list are right now, my kids don't do any outside extracurricular activities because that just doesn't fit in with our season of life. We can't do it right now. And so that's on the don't list. So even though it would be so fun for my kids to take gymnastics and swimming lessons and play soccer and baseball and basketball and football and all the things, we are not doing that right now. We have in the past and we probably will in the future, but right this minute, we're not doing it. So Adjust your expectations to fit your season of life, ask for help, work on your to-don't list, and check out Sandy's podcast, by the way. I will link to it in the show notes. It is so good. Um, And then 
I don't know who came up with this idea because I've heard several different iterations of it from several different people. But there's this idea that all the things we have to do are either a rubber ball or a glass ball. And we're juggling all these balls and there are just too many to keep up with. And so some are going to drop. And the important thing is to know which ones are going to bounce if we drop them and which ones are going to break. And so we know that there are some, some balls that are okay to drop once in a while because we know those are just going to bounce and we'll be able to pick them right back up and keep going. But then there are some other ones that we know are going to break if we drop them. And so we can drop the rubber balls at the expense of, you know, of the glass balls because we want to keep those glass balls in hand and not let those break. And I really think that's just an individual thing. You're going to know what are your glass ones and what are your rubber ones. And that's going to be different for everybody. And I would just ask the Lord to show you. What is the priority right now? And you know, honestly, it might change day by day. And that is okay. Just release that expectation that it has to be the same all the time because it probably won't be. So just let that be okay with you. There are times in my day when I see all the things that have to happen and I'm thinking, oh man, I need to do math with this kid. I need to do reading with this kid and I need to make dinner and I need to uh, write this check and I need to do this other thing. I, oh, I need to call that person. And there's just so many things in my mind that I know I need to do. And sometimes I just have to be like, okay, okay, God, what do I do right now? And there's always a next right thing to do. And we can become, we can receive so much peace and we can really feel better and be able to actually get more things done if we just ask the Lord to show us what to prioritize and when. So again, don't expect it to be the same all the time. Just release yourself from those expectations and he will show you what to do. I bless you with the peace and grace from the Lord in your mothering this week. I bless you with wisdom to be able to see beyond the physical and the natural and into the deeper things that are going on with your kids. I just bless you that you would be equipped and prepared by His Holy Spirit to give your children the weapons they need to be victorious over the enemy. And may God give you the grace to see the season you are in and function in it with peace and joy in Jesus' name. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Rejoicing in Motherhood. You will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at kirstenvossler.com. Have a wonderful week and remember, everything in this life is holy kingdom work. You are doing it, friend. You make the very heart of God rejoice. Keep going. I love you lots, and I'll talk to you again very soon.